0: Welcome to Hope for All Nations, a podcast by Calvary Worship Center Broadcast. We pray that God's word will continue to be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path, and that as you spend time in the presence, you will be abundantly fruitful.
1: So we are going to look at awakening and how the book of Hebrews will speak Concerning us to awake to our dream, to awake into deeper things of God, and our life truly will never be the same. Again, amen? So we'll start with Hebrews chapter 1, and unfortunately, I got stuck in verse 1, so that's all I'm going to talk about today. I was supposed to preach on chapter 1, but there was something about verse 1 that the Holy Spirit would not let me go. Let's all read together God who at various times, somebody is not reading, and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets. That's all. How do you preach on this? I want to speak on the subject or the title, God is still speaking. I say God is still speaking. God spoke in the past to our fathers and through the prophets, in various ways and various means. And I would like you to know today he is still speaking. When we need to awaken to the voice of God. If we are going to make it through 2023 and receive everything, ushers as they come in, can you move them towards the, to your left so that, and my right so that we reduce the distraction. As we are waking to what God wants to do in our life, we need to learn again to hear God's voice. We need to awaken our hearing. Because God's voice will bring life. God's word will bring prosperity. God's word will bring direction. If you don't know how to hear God's voice, let's start now. Because God is always speaking. Somebody say, God has not spoken to me before. It's not because he hasn't spoken, you are not hearing. Because God is always speaking. From Genesis to Revelation, he's speaking. In fact, right from chapter 1 in Genesis, the Bible says, And God said, 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 Creation came to pass because God said. That's right. That's right. The book of Revelation, he said, hear that as an ear. Let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Do you have an ear? Do you hear what God is saying? Jesus said in Revelation chapter 3 verse 20, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hear my voice, God is speaking. And God wants to speak to you. So there are four things I see in verse 1. Four. First, the Bible talks about the man that God spoke to. Then he talks about the means. Then the manner in which he spoke and the method he used. And that's the same way God is going to speak to you. Let's start with the man. So first of all, the Bible says God spoke to our fathers. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. In the past... God spoke to our ancestors, meaning our fathers. Who are our fathers? The fathers of our faith. When God spoke to our fathers, primarily God wants to speak to you because he wants to lead you. He has a plan for you. He has a dream for you. You have a destiny. And you cannot fulfill your destiny until you know The voice of God. You are here for a reason. God created you and formed you to be on this planet, not just to occupy space. God created you to fulfill his mission for you. So when God spoke to our fathers, he spoke to them for a mission, for an assignment. So the Bible said God spoke to our father. He spoke to this man. Why did he speak to them? Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, the first person God spoke to, the first father is Adam. The Bible says, so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said, the moment you are formed and you are created, God has something to tell you. Do you know what God has spoken concerning you? He gave them a commission. He gave them an assignment. He gave them their purpose. He said, I know the plans I have for you. God is anxious to speak to you. He said, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth. God said, subdue it. God said, rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky. Over every living creature that moves on the ground. That was their mandate. That was God's mandate. What about you? What has God said about you? What is your mandate can I challenge you this morning to awaken to your purpose? Uh, 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 uh. I said, awaken to your purpose. When Paul met God, Jesus Christ, on the road to Damascus, he said, what will you have me to do? God encountered Paul and spoke to him. And Paul said, I need purpose. And God gave me a purpose. Do you have a purpose? Has God spoken to you? Do you know what you are here on earth doing? If you don't know, you'll be frustrated. You are going to be unfulfilled. And you're always going to chase after things that is going to end up being a mirage. You'll never find fulfillment until you find your purpose. Oh, did you hear me? You'll never find fulfillment until you find your purpose. Our fathers, God spoke to our fathers. God spoke to Abraham. Genesis chapter 12, for the first time, God speaks to Abraham. The Lord had said to Abraham, go from your country, from your people, from your father's household, to the land I will show you. I have a plan for you. I am saying that God is always speaking. The same way he spoke to our fathers, our ancestors, he wants to speak to you. Why? He has a plan for you. He says, I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you'll be a blessing. Let me tell you, somebody. God does not create anything just for fun. Everything that God creates has a purpose. Even the birds have a purpose. The rivers have a purpose. The mountains have a purpose. Even the rain, even the snow has a purpose. One day I saw a kid by, by the sea, we, we went for a walk and he was, I thought he was making something. So I walked, I walked past the kid and I said, what are you doing? He said, nothing. I said, but you are making something. He said, yeah. I said, what is that? He said, nothing. I said to myself, God will not do that. God does not create something just for nothing. And the way he created you, he created you so uniquely. There is nobody on earth before and after, and presently that will look like you, that will be like you. Even identical twins are different. Your DNA is different. Your hair printed different. Your saliva, in fact, if you spit on this platform and go away 30 years later, they will trace this spit to you. It's called DNA. God has uniquely created every one of us and he has a plan uniquely for every one of us. And he want to tell you what it is. He spoke to our fathers because he wants to tell them his plans. He spoke. Our fathers spoke to Adam, spoke to all of them. Even Moses he spoke to. Exodus chapter 3 verse 1. God, Moses was manning his own business. And the Bible said, now Moses was standing the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Media, and He led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Why was a bush burning? Because God wants to get Moses' attention to tell him what he wants him to do. I am here to tell somebody, whether you are aware or not, your bush is burning. When Moses saw the burning bush, he said, I will now turn aside and look at this. You need to pay attention because God has been trying to tell you something for many, many years. Are you listening? Are you listening? He has been burning your bush for a long time. He's anxious to get your attention. He says, son, you are off. You are chasing after the wrong things. Your mind is too much into four by four. And this thing, I didn't create you to drive a four by four. These are secondary. Why is your heart, your mind so sewed up on a condo? This is not why you are here. Hello, hello. And God is trying different ways to get your attention to tell you something. The Bible says he spoke to our fathers. He spoke to Joseph as young as 17 years old. God gave him a dream. You are not too young to dream. Neither are you too old to dream. Because God's dream does not aspire. It's never too late. Wherever you are, even if you are 95 years old in this church today, it's not too late to dream again. It's not too late to say, God, what will you have me to do? Am I saying something? Are you following me? He spoke to our father. He spoke to Jeremiah. The Bible said, he came to Jeremiah and said, Jeremiah, I have anointed you as a prophet to the nation. And Jeremiah said, oh, Lord. Just put him in that way, He said, oh, Lord, I'm just a child. God said, Are you kidding me? My calling for you dates way back in your mother's womb. He said, When you were in your mother's womb, I called you. And God has been anxiously waiting for your best. And once you were born, God is anxiously waiting for the time and the season. When you can understand his voice, you can be as early as three years old, four years old, five years old. God will start giving you a dream. I can't begin to to tell you how old I was as a kid when God started giving me dreams. I would dream, I I would be standing in front of all these nations preaching. And I didn't know what it meant. I'll be preaching black, white, yellow. I can't remember, maybe eight or nine years. So God show me trying to get my attention. Yes. I remember I would tell my friends about the dream. And they would laugh at me. They said, you are here in Timbuktu and you are talking about preaching to wh- which people? And they started to call me the international man. They nicknamed me just to laugh at me. I said, God has been trying to get your attention. Since you were in your mother's womb, do you know what you've been made for? Do you know your God-ordained destiny? I am saying, do you know why you are shaped the way you are? There's a reason why you are a male, not a female. There's a reason why you are this high. There's a reason why you are this makeup. There's a reason why you are an introvert. Or an extrovert, there's a reason why you are quiet and you are loud. Everything about you is formed for a purpose. If you saw God beginning to create an eagle, God does not need to tell you the purpose of this by just looking at the wings and the... and the shape you can you can deduce that this thing is meant to fly. When you look at the fish and you look at the fins, and you 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 don't need, I don't, you don't need, I can just take a look at you, I can tell you what God has created it for just by your makeup. You can tell this fish, this thing God is creating is for water just by looking at the shape. Do you know why you are here? Because you know what that is important. First of all, you will, not find, you will not find fulfillment. And secondly, one day we'll stand before God and give account of our purpose. If you don't know it, start with the dream conference because we will teach you that. In the dream conference we will teach you how to find your dream. You are welcome. It doesn't matter whether you are two years old, three years, or four years old. The same way God spoke to our fathers, God is speaking. Turn to somebody and say, God is speaking to you. Secondly, the Bible talks about the means. It says God spoke to our fathers. And he also spoke to our fathers through the prophet. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors, our fathers, through the prophets. Who is a prophet? A prophet is someone who speaks on behalf of God. A prophet will normally reveal God's intentions and purposes. Sometimes a prophet will bring our attention to things that we are not seeing. A prophet will draw attention to the will of God. And both in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, even today... God is using prophet. God is using people. It's part of the ways that God speaks to us. God will bring somebody in your life and bring a word from God to you. Moses was a prophet, and he spoke to Israel on behalf of God. Deuteronomy chapter 34, I'm talking about the means. Now Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him, so the Israelites listened to him, and did what the Lord had commanded Moses. Since then, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. Moses would go into the, onto the mountain and receive messages from God and bring to the people. God can use somebody to bring God's intentions and purposes to us. So let's not ignore it. Much as he spoke to our fathers, he also spoke through the prophets. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, we see God raising a young prophet. The Bible said the Lord came and stood there calling us at the other times. He says, Samuel, Samuel. God wanted to say something to Israel. He couldn't find anybody but a kid. Then Samuel said, speak for your servant is listening. And the Lord said to Samuel, see, I'm about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears about it tinkle. In other words, God wanted to offload a message and he couldn't find anybody. But he found a teenager. He said, at that time, I will carry out against Eli everything I spoke against his family from beginning to end. This is a kid. God can use anybody to speak to you. Even God can use a donkey as a prophet. Sometimes I meet very arrogant people. They say, well... If God wants to speak to me, he has my address, he can speak to me. He doesn't need to use anybody. That is first-class nonsense. God speaks to us in various ways, and the prophet is one of the means by which he can speak to us. Somebody came to my house yesterday and was sharing with me something that he saw concerning three people. But because he was new to the church, he didn't want to overreach. And it was very deep stuff. And I gave him the permission to go speak to the people because I knew that what he was saying was true. Sometimes because we are not listening, but sometimes God also wants a confirmation. God can choose to use people like Nathan, David was a man after God's heart. There was nobody who was so close to David, and yet when God wanted to speak to David about some things, he sent a prophet. Are are you deeper than David? So when God sent people to you, listen, you can weigh it, you can judge it, pray about it if it's of God. There were prophets in the Bible. Elijah, Elisha, Isaiah, Jeremiah, John the Baptist, these are all people that God used to bring his message to us. God is saying, I spoke in the past to the fathers, to the ancestors, and I spoke through the prophets. But I have some good news for you. When the Holy Spirit came upon us, we all became a prophetic community. You don't understand it. Let me show you. Joel chapter 2, verse 28. He said, Afterward, somebody say, Afterward. I will pour out my spirit on everybody, on all people. Now, when you receive the Holy Spirit, every person have the ability to hear something and say something. That was never the case in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, every person would. Now listen, to some extent receive a prophetic unction because of the Holy Spirit. Hmm, Somebody's not hearing me. Okay. So when the Holy Spirit come upon you, your sons and daughters will have a prophetic unction, they will prophesy. Your old men will have a prophetic unction, they will dream dreams. And your young men, they will see vision. In other words, every person will see something and say something. Something that was limited only to some special prophets. In the New Testament, you say, Pastor, but do we still need prophets? Yes. Our prophetic unction is at a certain level. There, There is a prophetic office. Every person that receives the Holy Spirit, you have the ability to prophesy. So you see in the New Testament, the Bible says, and they received the Holy Spirit and prophesied. They received the Holy Spirit and prophesied. Let me give you one example. Are you ready? Acts chapter 19. The prophetic unction has come. Oh, am I teaching something? You guys are too quiet. Or oh, you are thinking. When Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they spoke in tongues and did what? Every one of them. Ask your neighbor, do you know you can prophesy? Oh yeah, you can see visions. You can dream dreams. In other words, every one of us has the ability to hear God and say something. That's the good news. So when we have a prophetic community like Calvary Worship Center, we speak to each other as God speaks to us. And that's the beauty of what the Holy Spirit does in the prophetic community. So in the past, God spoke to our fathers, the men of God, and he used a prophet, the means. How did God speak? Let's look at the manner. How did God speak? This is my favorite part. Take me to Hebrews chapter 1 again. God at various times, somebody said at various times, spoke in time past to our fathers by the prophet. The key word is various times. In other words, at every season, we need to hear what God is saying at the season. We need to understand what God is doing. God spoke to them at various seasons. Some were good news, some were bad news, some were words for repentance, some were words like this year. God's word for us is to awake. In first Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. The Bible says of the sons of Issachar who had understanding of the times. To know what Israel ought to do. As children of God, we need to catch what God is saying in this season of my life. Otherwise, you'll miss it. Let me give an example. God called Joseph. What Joseph understood at that time was that God has called him to be a dreamer. He thought he was a dreamer. And he was telling everybody, this is what God has spoken to me. I can take it to the bank. Then he was sold to the house of Potiphar. And all of a sudden, in fact, you never hear of Joseph dreaming again until he died. When he left home, he stopped dreaming. That was just for a season. God may call you and may give you a word. Oh, can I go deeper? May tell you something, but for a season. When I started off, I started off. God called me as a prophet. I was always prophesying. I didn't think I would ever be a pastor, evangelist, or whatever. I knew that in this season, there was a prophetic unction that God wanted me to step into. Then when he got into Potiphar's house, he started to exhibit some administrative qualities. He didn't know he was an administrator. But Potiphar trusted him. But God was doing something in the life of Joseph that at the end, he will bring it all together. You just have to understand seasons. When you are a child of God and you don't understand times and seasons, I am telling you that God speaks at various times and seasons. And if you don't catch it, you may run off. So, Joseph ends up in prison. Long story short. In prison, we hear that all of a sudden he became an interpreter. He began to see this gift of interpretation. People are dreaming left and right and he was interpreting for them. He's never done that. But that was a season. Then he got up. That interpretation brought him out of jail. And he ended up becoming a prime minister. As a prime minister, he was able to interpret. He was able to administrate. He was able to dream for all of Asian Near East. Whatever God is doing in your life in season, somehow, somewhere, he'll bring it together. Oh, somebody's not getting this. At this time in your life, God may be asking you to do something. In learning to walk with God and hear the voice of God, you got to listen to his instructions at different times. Can I go a little deeper? God calls Abraham and gave him a word. It was a direct word. He said, Abraham, I want you to go and sacrifice Isaac. That was a word that God gave him. If I were Abraham is done, is finished, I shut my ears, I'm going to do it. If Abraham had not continued to listen to the voice of God, he would have killed his son. Because the season changed. When he was about to do it, God spoke again. Some of you are not getting where I'm going with this. Yes, God has spoken to you once. But keep on listening, because he speaks to us at various times and seasons. Is this thing too deep? Some of you are looking at me like, Pastor, where are you going with this? By the way, I've done a whole series on how to hear the voice of God. Go online, about two-month series on it. Hopefully, you can catch up. I'm just giving you a quick summary. What is God saying at this season? Isaiah chapter 6 says what God is saying. He says, arise and shine. For your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Why do you need to arise and shine? Because behold, darkness shall cover the earth. And deep darkness over the people. We are living at a very dark time, a dark age, and you have to arise, awaken, and shine your light. Thus says the Lord. You need to rise up. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. When it gets darker, child of God, you get brighter. When the world got darker, Christians and the churches went dark. We lost our faith. We lost our marriages. We lost our prayer life. And we came out from the COVID dead. And God is saying in this season, we need to awake. Yeah. For the world needs our lights. Yeah. Shine. Rise up and shine. Stop complaining and shine. Shine. You see, when you go to a dark room, when you go to your, home, your room and it's dark, you can stand there and complain about the darkness. And ma- many of us, we have PhD in complaining. It's so dark. It's so dark. 4 a.m. is dark. 7 a.m. is dark. 7 p.m. is dark. Or you can simply go towards a switch. It's just a switch. Your light is just a switch away. As a child of God, what we do in dark places is what? <laughs> Tell your neighbor, stop complaining and switch on your lights. Arise and shine. Because darkness has covered the people and it's time. How do I shine? I go back to prayer. How do I shine? I go back to the word of God. How do I shine? I go back to the deep things of God. How do I shine? I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I come back to church. How do I shine? Because the Lord is risen upon you. We live in a very dark age. And I want you to know that. And don't be surprised by it. I always tell my wife, anytime we watch a news and I'm like, it, does, it, it can't get worse than this. And it gets worse. We are so dark that we are so confused. Name, in my age, I will come to a time when people can stand up and decide at what time that they will want to be male or female. Our, nurse, our children will look back at, at us and say, what were they thinking? That we have made it official. In today's birth certificate, you have option to say male, female, or this is the world we are living. This is gross darkness, and that's just scratching the surface. The world is so dark, so confused that. And don't be shocked by it. You need to do what? You have the light of God. The Bible says the light shines in darkness, and the darkness cannot comprehend it. Shine your light. Shine your light in your schools. Shine your light in your workplace. This is what God is saying. Shine your light. In Isaiah chapter 5 verse 20, the Bible says, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Isn't that what we are living today? Who put darkness for light and light for darkness? Who put bitter for sweet? And sweet for bitter, confused. Jesus himself said, Light has come, but men have chosen darkness because their deeds are evil. Shine your light because they don't know better. This is what God is saying in this time and this season. God, in time past, spoke to our fathers, He spoke to the prophets. At various times and seasons. We need to understand what God is saying. That's what the Bible says. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. God is saying something in this season. Can you hear it? Oh God, I pray that you give us an ear that can hear. I pray that you give us prophetic ears. So that we can hear the sound from heaven. We can hear your voice so clearly. I pray, oh God, that you remove all the entrances in our hearts, in our ears, so that your voice will come so clearly. Father, remove the distractions and the distortions. So that anybody, everybody in this church will say, yes, I can hear God's voice. I've talked about the men. I've talked about the means. I've talked about the manner. Now, let, let me conclude with the method. He said, God spoke to our fathers. He spoke to the prophets in various ways. And I love this. This is the way verse 1 ends. Let's go. God, who at various times in various ways, spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets. Do you notice God not only speaks to us various times, he also speaks to us in various ways. In other words, the way God speaks to you is different from the way God speaks to me. Sometimes God will speak. I'm talking about the ways God speaks. Sometimes God will speak. In other words, He created us and He knows how we can receive messages. You see, I'm an African, for those of you who, who don't know, I'm an African. And the way we communicate is we shout. And the way we receive messages is noise. That's the culture. Fortunately or unfortunately. The way we receive messages. So guess what? That's the way we want to hear God. If God whisper, we don't even hear. God comes to us at our point of need. If you're a whisperer, God will speak to you through whispering. When God came to somewhere, should I go through this? I only have two minutes. What do I do with two minutes? Okay. Write this. Let me show you the various ways. Please go back to the series. It will help you. One of the ways God will speak to you, um, let me mention this so that you can say, oh, this is how God speaks to me. God can speak to you through an audible voice. How many of you have heard a voice and you thought somebody was standing, God bless you. I, I, I have heard it so many times. I turn around and there's nobody. And I'll turn to my wife and say, what did you say? I said nothing. I said I heard something. When God came to somewhere, it was so clear. Somewhere thought that somebody called him. He left his room, went to Eli's room and said, you called me. I heard your voice. And sometimes when God speaks to you, he will speak to you with a familiar voice. He spoke to Samuel with the voice of Eli. Sometimes God will speak to you through Pastor Sam's voice with all the accents. So listen carefully, you might miss it. You know, I I, I used to think that God was an African. Because when he spoke to me, all the African accents, he spoke. I said, God must be African. God will speak to you in a way that you can hear. So he went back. For the third time, and that is when Eli realized something is going on here. This boy has come to me. Then he realized that God might be speaking to him. So Eli, being an old prophet and high priest, taught him how to hear. You know, listening to God can be developed as a skill. I I spoke on about that, how to hear God in in my series. Maybe one day I'll come to that. It's a skill you have to learn to develop. You have to learn to, it's like a mom, all right? Every mom develops a skill for the voice of their child. There could be 20,000 babies in a room crying, or one one of them crying, and the the mother will say, this is my baby. They are all this is my baby. Because the mother has learned, oh, the Bible says my sheep hears my voice. And mother knows the voice of the child. Hello, mothers. This is my child. Because you have trained your ears. James talks about training your ears about all the voices. God can also speak to us through people. I've mentioned that already. Number three, God can speak to us through our inner voice. In other words, the voice you are hearing is not from outside, it's from inside. Sometimes it comes in the form of restlessness or uneasiness about something. And women tend to have that. Ah, I don't know what it is. I just don't feel right about this. Have you ever met the guy, 666? The guy has got it all: six feet, six figures six-pack, and yet something doesn't feel right. Ladies, run away. <laughs> Everything is checked off. This guy is the kind of my dream guy. And yet when I pray, something do not sit where. Well. God is saying, Run. The inner voice. Sometimes God speaks to us through visions. Visions, what are called dreams of, of the day. Your eyes are open, you are seeing things. God also can speak to us through dreams. That's right. Amen. Some of us we are very good at dreams. There are few people in this church, their dreams are always on point. When they dream, I take it seriously. Some of us, when we dream, it's about a pizza chasing a snake. They chased the snake. Then after a while, the snake stood and ate the pizza. <laughs> Please don't come and tell me about this dream. You are not a dreamer. There are people that God can speak to them. My wife is one of them. Anytime I hear 2, 3 a.m., pray her, I say she has dreamt. I know. She knows when God speaks to her, it's true dream. And every one of us, we are different. God spoke to Jacob. Jacob, God spoke to Jacob many times through a dream. And I'm not surprised he passed on that unction to Joseph. Do you hear me? Jacob was a dreamer, and his favorite son also became a dreamer. Sometimes we can pass it on, but that's another story. What I'm saying is that God can speak to us. God can also can speak to us through circumstances, situations. God can even use tragedies and things to draw attention Sometimes we are so disobedient, God has to use something to catch our attention. Somebody will say that, since this thing happened, since this death happened, since I went through this, my life has changed. Sometimes God will use open doors and closed doors, circumstances to speak to you. And then finally, God can also use the word of God, the scriptures. I'm talking about the various ways that God speaks to us. That he spoke to our fathers. Have you ever read the Bible and then the verse jumps up to you? And God, that is why it's very important. As children of God, we read the Bible daily. Because God has finally spoken to us through his word. God is still speaking. He spoke to us by our fathers through men. He spoke to us through the means of the prophet. He spoke to us at various times in a manner, and he spoke to us in a particular method. How does God speak to you? If you don't know, say, God, will you give me a revelation? I'm not catching it. I want you to stand on your feet for a moment. And I simply want to pray a very simple prayer and say, God, speak to me.
0: Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Hope for All Nations, a Calvary Worship Center podcast. We pray that God's word will continue to be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path, and that as you spend time in his presence, you will be abundantly fruitful. You are also most welcome to join us for our in-person worship services. If you are in Western Canada, we have locations in Surrey, BC and Westminster, BC, as well as Calgary, Alberta. In Washington state, we have a location in Bellingham and a location in Ghana. You can find out more information at calvaryonline.ca. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.